Hello, um, everyone. I hate my job. <laughs> <laughs> you were ready for that. You were coming in hot. I was. I was. Are you sure you want to say that? Do you want to? I don't give a shit. Should we edit that? This. No, okay. Well, <laughs> there goes a fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you Hello. can't go into it, so. How are you, Matthew? Um, I'm fine. I'm good. Uh, it's, it's kind of a warm day here in Philly, but is it? Things are it's good. kind of it's a cool day here in LA. Oh, I I, I wanted to sit on a, my balcony outside of my bedroom because um, mm-hmm. Zach is training in the other room, and I thought that he might you might actually be able to hear him. But um, mm-hmm. he I was like, oh, I should go sit on the balcony because it's like not raining, but it's like rain clouds, and it's like mm-hmm. just cool on one of those neat LA days. But I'm not doing that. I'm sitting in my room. Um, oh. Well, it, um, yes. <laughs> it's so funny because when we start these things, don't you find it always sort of weird? Because like yeah. we'll start recording and you and I have already had the like, full like, conversation beforehand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. Well, everyone, today our topic mm. is brace yourself. Insecurities. Something that I would know nothing about. Yeah, you're so secure in everything. <laughs> I'm so scared. You know what's going I'm one of those people who... Oh, also, by the way, everyone, I don't have headphones I'm because they broke. And I went to Target and I went to Best Buy. Like, this last three weeks fucking podcast row. is going downhill fast. Like, <laughs> they don't have any. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah, like, the apocalypse? Yeah. Why can't I get any headphones? Anyway, so... Um, Why so wouldn't yeah. you be able to, though? You think you could just order you can't some on get Amazon? Any of them. They only have like the really expensive, like two hundred and fifty dollar. God, like, I've got to have another piece. pair. Maybe I should ship them to you with your umbrella. Maybe you should. That umbrella that I've been asking for for like three years. Sorry. Um. So let's uh, get started. <laughs> but what I was gonna say was, I'm one of those people who definitely says that they don't care what people think about them but i totally care i absolutely yeah i think we all do to an extent right like i think everybody does yeah like you've got to be lying if you think Mm -hmm. that you don't like i i used to say like i always think that that when people say i don't care what anybody thinks about me um like you're full shit well i always think of that as being like the seventh grade response like oh I yeah, I don't care what anybody thinks about because I was so that way in seventh grade. Okay, I mean, I like, honey. Yeah, exactly. Like, but it was Keep also telling like, yourself that I absolutely cared, and mm-hmm. you know, um, can you hear me? Okay, am I like cutting? Yes, out? I can. Can you hear me? I am. You kind of you were shaky there for a second, but I think I think we're we got you online. Um, okay. I think we're good. I think sorry we can pers- everyone who's listening. Proceed. So. <laughs> For for the headphone thing and for the fact that this may not be good. Um, yes. <laughs> Look, we're kidding. doing the best we can with the resources we, that we have. Okay? We we are, and you know what? These are hard times. These are hard times. So if you have a problem with it, you don't have to log in. Okay. You, you have to you, listen. Actually, but please, please listen. Sub- subscribe and rate. <laughs> subscribe and rate. <laughs> right. Leave a comment, a good comment, yeah. a nice comment. Um, and if you have any like feedback, DM us because. Uh, you know, publicly humiliating people isn't cool either. Um, so should we should we just jump in? I don't even know where sure. we're going to begin. As always, Matthew I and I are three. both unprepared. <laughs> Look, I think it's better to kind of go in with like an open kind of mindset. I agree. <laughs> we'll I, agree. I agree. It's an open I mean, mindset. It's a positive way to spin our like procrastination. Yeah, exactly. I have kind of three kind of topics 
Well, all why, don't, security. why don't you dive in and we'll just unpack them each and I'll throw in well, some. Each each one of them, I feel like, could be an entire episode in and of itself, but I think we'll just kind of dabble on each one of them. But the first one, the first insecurity, and mm-hmm. it's the biggest one for me, okay. is body insecurity. Mm-hmm. That's a big one for many. It's a big mm-hmm. one for many. If we were on Family Feud, I think that would come up as the number one answer. Here's the thing. Have you ever seen Lord of the Rings? No. Gollum. God, you're so gay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, anyway, so yeah, I feel like I'm really cute in terms of like what I wear and I feel like I'm really tall and lean, Mm -hmm. but as soon as I strip myself down to like nothing, I look like Gollum, like this kind of pale, like patches of hair. With with that, with that like gross, like trail of hair, like it's really thin, like, oh God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so usually. Yeah, but I have to tell you, you mm -hmm. did put on an outfit the other day and like FaceTime me and I have to say you looked good. Thank you. I have gained 10 pounds. For you need a haircut. You need I a need haircut. A, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere there's, to go. Matthew, things, things are opening up. That's not no. an excuse. <laughs> this is what's been driving me crazy. People are, like, people are like, oh, you need to go do this. Or like, I feel so bad because my cousin's getting married next month. And he's like, I need the tuck sizes. I'm like, nothing is open. Nothing is open. I can't even. The only thing that's open, because we have been doing it, our phases are red, yellow, and green. I know some yeah. states like name them. So yellow just is that restaurants can be open, but just for outdoor seating. And then like select okay. businesses. They really are doing, they're being so extra to be like, we're going to have a color coding coded system now. Because okay, like, you know what? You know what? It's not that You know bad. what the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, just says, hey, bars, you can be open. Salons, you can be open. Like, we don't need a, like a stoplight situation. Well, it's not as bad. That is like Rhode Island or um, Michigan, where they like literally named the faces. They're like, one of them was like setting sail, and then the next phase was like <laughs> navigating the navigating the the seas. And I was like, what uh, the fuck? That's so uh, Rhode Island know. of Rhode Island. I, I feel like that's Rhode like Island. A, I love Rhode Island, and I've only been once. It's very charming. Oh my god. I had a bubble on my throat. But anyway, yeah, I have huge body insecurity because I feel like I have, like, a weird-shaped body. Like, I have really, really skinny arms mm-hmm. that are, like, not proportional to, like, my torso. Yeah, me and too. Me too. Yeah, I do. Thank you. That really helps. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch. I don't need you No, I'm kidding. Oh, oh, whatever. What are your... So do you have any body insecurities? I definitely have body insecurities. Well, growing up, one of my best friends used to call me fat all the time. Um, oh, yeah, okay. It, was, it his, was like more endearing. Uh, do you, Do you care to comment, Matthew? Do you have a Do you have a, something you want to confess to in the people? In fourth grade, in fourth grade, Scott and I, we would always do with our friends like these cheerleading towers. Oh and my I was god! Like, I forgot this. <laughs> I was like, Scott, you can't be on the top because you're too fat. I have to be on the top. Which is really interesting because I think at that point we were both like just skinny little rails of people. Yeah. We were not like. I, I was like 60 pounds in sixth no. grade. Like I no mean, joke. I, right, exactly. I have to tell you that I think mm-hmm. that when we like, because I was like pretty rail thin up and through eighth grade. And then when I started working at the burger place in Carroll, I. Mm-hmm. Like, you could, yeah, I did. That's when I got chunky. And I was always, like, athletic. Like, I was always in gymnastics. You were so I was always running. You know what I mean? But, so I think, like, that helped to curb it a bit. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would have really just blown up. But, like, I, like, 
I think like, and then moving to California, like there's been like different stages of like, you know, I moved to California oh, and yeah. I started, I started just being a little more healthier with like what I ate. And then I met Zach and like, you know, you want to look good for w- when you're dating and when you're mm-hmm. in that, whatever, like when you're, you know, 19. And it's just like that LA kind of. Ex- exactly. And then, well, kind of, yeah. and then we both ended up doing like a gluten-free diet one year and it like, we did it for like a whole year and I like trimmed down from that too. And like, then I got into yoga and now I'm back into running. And so it's just like, you know, I am, um, yeah. but I do still have, I like look at my body and I'm like, like, I don't have washboard abs. I can see my abs, um, which is nice. I used to. You used to have washboard abs? No, I used to be able to like see my abs now because mm. I've gained a little bit of weight. I was so. going to say, Matthew, is that truthful? <laughs> no, I've never had washboard abs. <laughs> I probably never will. Uh, <clears throat> whatever. I like being like tall and like skinny and like lean. You're, no, like, you're definitely I have, like, like an a Amazonian like model. Yeah. <laughs> like not Amazonian. I mean, that's not the right one. Like you're like, like a, when you're, you're like tall and slender, like yeah. trench coats look good on you and like other yeah. like. You're turtlenecks right. and things all things that i love wearing and you do just sort of rock like a trench coat i have to say i've seen you in new york with a turtleneck and a trench coat and you just really it works for you thank you so much mm-hmm. it's so nice of you to say mm-hmm. i love turtlenecks you know, everyone I please note them. i am the nice friend um <laughs> so anyway no but i do i think like with body insecurities it's like i don't know did you ever feel like, like i <laughs> I, like, remember how, and I'm not joking about this at all because eating disorders are not funny, but, like, mm-hmm. I remember, like, I don't know if I was, like, a sophomore in high school or whatever, but I was, like, trying to be anorexic because I was, mm-hmm. like, ner- like, I, like, did it for, like, a week and mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. It was, like, yeah. have you ever tried anything like that? I, but also, I, I don't know like, if we need to have like a trigger warning on this. I shouldn't have brought that up because like now I'm like sort of thinking like, oh my God, like somebody listening to this could have an eating disorder. So if you yeah. do, oh my God, please stop this and, you know, call All back I'll in a say few about minutes. that is that like when we were younger, there was a lot of like media and kind of television shows that were all kind of surrounding that kind mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. thing like films and things and I felt like I didn't even really know that anorexia or bulimia was a thing and then I started seeing it all the time in like movies and stuff and then I remember noticing that there was like classmates or p- kids at like other schools that were it was happening to and I was like this wasn't even like a thing that I knew existed like right. i almost think that the media kind of like perpetuated it and like kind of made people more aware and then they're like oh i want to try that and then it like escalated yeah, like, right right so i don't know i'm not like a medical professional i don't know anything about that but i feel like i just oh, yeah. remember like hearing so much about it. now i don't hear about it hardly at all even though i know it's still a very real thing yeah so. i mean it's a, i mean it's sort of scary because it's just like you know like uh, we 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 totally have like such a messed up perception of like what beauty is, and I think we're getting to a mm-hmm. point where it's getting better. But mm-hmm. I think you know people are like we still loving... got a long way to go. Yeah, we do seriously because it's like I mean overall too, it's like any you know anything with like beauty standards is like it's hard because like it if you're hard. not if you're not even even like the most cover model modely best looking people constantly like pick themselves apart you know what i mean like you hear these interviews of these models just talking about like yeah i was on that cover and meanwhile during that cover i was 
like 90 pounds and I wasn't eating anything and I barely drank water. I had like, if I was hungry, I ate toothpaste and I still thought I was fat. Like mm-hmm. it's so messed up. It's, it's just so, you know, I so. do think, yeah, like I do think it's getting better, especially when you go shopping. I love seeing like larger scale, like mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. mannequins. I was like, why was this never a thing before? Like I no, yeah. it never even bothers anyone so i don't know why that that's like a thing but um Mm -hmm. one of the things i was going to say too is that like i feel like especially when i started getting older and started being like more sexually active i had like a couple cases of people who were like super mean to me about like my body and i felt like that just like stuck with me forever like within the gay gay community or yeah or like i went on a yeah yeah you said like yeah 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 yeah. And people would like be vocal about like how they felt about my body, which I think is super fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you know what? I have a message for those people. If you are so insecure that you have that you can't just be with somebody because of a personality first, like, mm-hmm. yeah, get I totally get it. You have to be physically there has to be some sort of physical attraction. But yeah. if you are someone who's so pathetic that you have to be like, oh, I don't date you because you're too skinny, you're too fat, you're too femme, you're too bulky, you're too this, you're too that, like you're too bald. Like, fuck you, man. Yeah. Fuck no you. Kidding. You know, like, and that goes for women for that? and men, straight, gay. Uh, 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 trans, Bye. Anything, like, hi, yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just don't like just treat, just try and meet somebody and try not to be a dick. You know yeah. what I mean? It just makes me so upset. <laughs> Can you do that for me? Can you? <laughs> are you capable of? Like, are you capable not of not being, being an asshole? asshole? It just uh, makes me so mad. Like, yeah. I just, you know what I mean? And like, people who like, and a perfect example is like some of my trans friends. Um. Uh, uh, that like have these dating horror stories and I'm like Mm -hmm. can you not just like see a person and be like like even if it doesn't develop into anything sexual or anything like whatever like people are like have so much prejudice against people that like so much so that they don't even want to be friends they don't even want to give it the opportunity like I think you posted something actually today on Instagram which was 100% accurate it's like the LGBTQ plus community is always like oh like we are all about inclusion and diversity and then it's like also the lgbtq plus community all white boys it's all like yeah, that are like, like all white guys it's so i don't understand white. any of it also i'm gonna say something that's gonna be very controversial i don't necessarily in, and this is not the case all across the country or the world but i actually don't usually like going to some gay pride events or parades because people are so rude and vocal about like either what you're wearing what you look like things and i'm like this is not like i mean you go and it's all about like who has the best body and i'm like we're like we got our values all screwed up here exactly and it's like this is not right and also i mean it's like you just go back to the to the point of pride like pride was not about the cute underwear you could wear. Thank God you can yeah. wear that in the street, yeah. in public. Great. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. You know who gave you that right? Uh, a butch lesbian. and Who a, fought for your rights. And a black transgender woman yeah. who threw the first brick. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so like, exactly. Like, it's just so... so... shut up and sit down. <laughs> and put on some clothes. And put on some clothes. <laughs> 
No, whatever. I'm all about people like I am too. I, I and everything. Uh, yeah, and like get but naked. I, just I love feel it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who doesn't love seeing someone like half naked or fully naked? But yeah. <laughs> I just think that it's really, I just think it's we've really lost sight of what pride is all about. And like I said, it's not the case everywhere, but I just feel like we really need to like sit down and reprioritize what our values are and what right. pride is all about. So 100%. that's all I'm going to say about that. 100%. But what I was going to say um, earlier about the whole body <clears throat> thing, just real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. Is going. that like some of the negative things that people have said to me throughout my like life have like stuck with me for so long, but then the few positive things that people will say about me, I like forget almost immediately. Why is that? It drives me crazy. We like let well, all this negative shit linger forever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've always heard like the whole like you can get a thousand compliments and you can get or, you know, you can get 999 compliments and the one negative comment and that yeah, negative just ruins everything. supersedes all of them. Yeah. yeah. It's like mm-hmm. and I think Ooh, and good word. That's the word of the day. Supersedes. <laughs> I think, though, it's interesting because like you don't. Like when there is the negative, um, I think like, here's the thing. And I think you sort of have taught me this. It's like, you have to take, whether it's a negative comment or not, I think taking it into consideration is good because it could, it could be a growth thing for you. Right. But the point is, is like that you're trying to make is like that, that one will like be this like dark rain cloud over your head like you're charlie brown or whatever and it just follows you everywhere for forever yeah it's Mm -hmm. hard and that totally informs how you show up in the world and how you show up in your relationships and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. um one of my biggest insecurities is um my hair particularly because it's so i mean significantly thinned out in the last couple of years Mm -hmm. but it's just i i just like hair and and body hair even is a total like insecurity for me like not insecurity as much anymore mm-hmm. um i think i definitely am like starting to like learn to like love my body the way it's happening the you know whatever but like yeah. it's i think it's like there because of the stigmas around especially in the gay community around like mm-hmm. what is like what is acceptable what is hot what is not like what it and i yeah honestly so like what supersedes all of that, which if we could just, what is the if we could just go back to it, is like confidence, right? Yeah, it's like, totally. It's so attractive if, when you, you know, it. even if you're, yeah, if you're like, I mean, I tell Zach that all the time. I'm like, if you are, um, like we talk about just like, you know, you'll see men walking around West Hollywood and you can tell who is like, there's a, there's an attraction to those. Like, there's just this like other, like this energetic attraction to somebody who walks around with like, I mean, essentially big dick energy, right? Somebody who walks yeah. around who's like, I'm confident and I don't, I don't give a shit like what yeah. you think. And if you don't like me, that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to like you, you know? But like, then there's so many people who judge them just for being confident with like what they're wearing too, which is like, mm-hmm. well, who cares? Like, that's another fucked up thing. Right. Ugh, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I honestly, going to the whole body hair thing, I would rather have someone who has a bunch of body hair than like a fully, I mean, I like both whatever but i just think that like i'm all for it I'm all i have for... to tell, i have to tell you i'm all about body hair like i i, I, I don't, too. like i don't you know i i don't i don't think it like to me it's not like a deal or no deal situation like i don't mm-hmm. care either way i yeah. do have to say though i love like i do i like body hair i think it's yeah. like on, i think it's on, attractive i think it's sexy yeah. it's so hot yeah 
Um, oh. oh my! Wow. Was there this is really thing that you were going to say? Or do you want me to jump to the next? No, you um, jump to your next one. Okay. Jump to your next one. So I, oh, I like lied down. So now I have to go back over and look at my list. Oh no! <laughs> so I have two more, and well, I'll jump over the second one because I think the um the third one is most relevant to what we were just talking about but the other insecurity i have and something that i'm grappling with and i know that it's been a thing for years because i've gone to therapy about it is insecurities regarding internalized homophobia Mm, you know yeah so um what what are you what are some of your um hang-ups what are some of your uh issues do you care to share i just think yeah no that's okay i don't care i mean like i'm trying to like educate myself every single day and just grow as a person so i feel like if you're going to judge me for trying to educate myself then go fuck yourself um (laughs) no but i feel like there's times where like i just feel like having grown up in the way that i grew up with my what my parents did as you know their professions and in you know a very religious environment that there's times where i'm like why am i judging so much like there'll be times where like and like too going back to the whole gay pride parade like there's nothing wrong with someone who wants to like strip down to like a jock strap and like, mm. but there's times where I'm like, so I know, I know, I know. We like, made oh a joke God, earlier so about the, I know that we made the joke earlier about put clothes on. It was a, that was a joke, everyone. Yeah. So just like <laughs> it was, we were, you know, in term, in, in the context of like someone saying, making fun of somebody else's like underwear, it was, yeah. you know, it was, it was a joke. Mm-hmm. Anyway, keep going, Matthew. Well, there's times where I feel like I'm just so judgmental about those kind of like little things about like what people mm-hmm. wear. And I'm like, oh, that's so distasteful. But it's like, who gives a shit? Like, why right. am I? And like, I've even, and just like other little things like here and there. And I'm like, well, I need to like work on this. Like I need to work on like, and I think also just cause like, I'm also insecure sometimes about the way that I talk and like my voice and mm-hmm. whether or not people will take me seriously for certain things. And I'm like, I can't. I can't change my voice. And like something that triggered me the other day and my brother doesn't listen to this podcast. So it's fine. Even if he does, he needs to hear this. But the other day he's like, well, <laughs> oh my no, God. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Just kidding. The other, day, the other day he was like, well, um, he was like, well, you changed your voice after you came out. And I was like, no, did I, I, <laughs> I was like, no, I actually was like, I didn't change my voice. That was my real voice. I was just hiding it for 16 years. And I was like, and he was just like, okay, yeah. And like, I mean, I don't know. He probably wasn't. I mean, he did probably didn't, he didn't mean it in like a malicious way, but I was like, no, this is no, just no. me being more comfortable with who I am. And, you know. I mean, I definitely feel like you have always had the same voice. Um, something I love about when people, like, especially, I feel like it's getting a lot better now. And again, like if you... You know, similar to like if you are a black person or a person of color who um, like you, it's not your job to educate anybody else on why, like on on racism or, you know, your background, uh, whatever. And similarly, it's the same with if you're in the LGBTQ plus community. It's like it is not your job to explain to other people and to ed- or to educate other people about your experiences and what it's like to like, like, I think there's a difference between sharing stories. And then when someone is like, well, prove to me like what that homophobia is real or that whatever. But it's like, I just like one of the things I hated even years ago, and I'm so much better about it now. Cause I just like brush it off or like, I'm pretty good at like reading the riot act to people. But it's like when people try and tell you 
what your experience of being gay is or was, right? Like, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, well, you know, people are gay because of this. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I don't care. Like, shut the fuck up. Go away. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, because you were missing your, your, your dad wasn't present or because you, uh, or, be, you know, gay people are gay because they, um, they didn't, they, they liked a certain color growing up or their parents, um, gave them too much attention. Like all these bullshit reasons that you're like, this is, this is not relevant like at mm-hmm. all to why I am gay. And furthermore, like, it's really none of your business. Like, it doesn't matter. Why are you justifying why someone is or isn't the way they are? Like, who cares? Like, why yeah. do you give a shit? You know what I mean? I think it's, for me, it's a case-by-case basis because there's times where, like, I actually don't mind if people have questions or, like, because I know that if I don't take, you know, a couple minutes to educate them, they're probably not going to educate themselves. So if I have, like, usually I just kind of have, like, a couple things on reserve that I like to say to, to like, totally shut them down. Yeah. And then, and then I'm like, okay, which kind of... I mean, I always approach, like, homosexual life from a very, like, scientific. I'm like, well, you, it's proven that right. it's this way. So, I don't know. I think it's a, it's totally up to you on, like, I don't, but, I mean, I think that's it. really noble of you and really nice of you. I feel like, I mean, and I don't, look, I don't have a problem, like, whatever with, you know, having civil discourse with somebody. But I don't want to be, like, I feel like. Like, one of the things that so bothers me, like, uh, what was it, like, six years ago when I was working at one of these restaurants, one of the cooks came up to me and said something like, uh, well, you want to be a woman, right? And I was like, what? And he was like, you want to be a woman. Like, that's what gay men want to be women. And I was like, huh? (laughs) Like, I was like, what what are you talking about? Like, and like, like that right there is like, that would have been a prime example. I could, if I would have just been like a nice person, I could have like been like, oh no, blah, blah, blah. But like, I was like, this isn't my job to tell you that you're saying some ignorant bullshit. And mm-hmm. gender is a construct anyway. I don't, what, like, I'm not, it's not, it wasn't that. It's like, no, your perceived, your perception of me is that, like, it's so skewed and it's so, mm-hmm. it's just not, it's not right. And it's actually damaging to other people in the community because. It's like your lack of educating yourself and just going on assumptions. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like take initiative. It's like, I think that's what also too this like black, black lives matter movement is like teaching us is like, take initiative for yourself, educate yourself, find things that you maybe don't know, um, whether they really pique your interest or not. And just read about them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. find book, find books, find articles. Um, and, and not just like one sided art, like, like get a variety of articles. What it, don't they say? You need the trifecta, right? Mm-hmm. Like you need like, like three different sources, um, that are separate, that are not of the same, uh, bias. Like you need to be able to inform yourself in that way. So you can actually, uh, have a, have a, like I mean you're always gonna have opinions but like if you educate yourself you're better equipped so you are yeah I think for a lot of those people though they're not gonna take the time to educate themselves especially and they probably, and they probably won't they probably well and won't. I, th- I think if you the thing is I think if you approach that situation in a very kind of aggressive manner they're gonna just shut down so I would rather. Oh yeah, no, totally, totally. And I would. It's like I don't want you to just shut down and not learn. It's like I want to like kind of 
help you to kind of rid yourself of your ignorances. Right. Which is very And I want to understand why you so fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. No, I think this, no, no, I think no, this no. goes back. This is just my own personal opinion, though. God, is, you're really like you are really like the growth expert here. Like that is like I'm not really no. no, but it's really like honestly, I think it's really important. Like I think that's a really important like lesson we all have to learn, and like some medicine that I need is like you know, I think like if you can be someone to stand up and educate people, then you should be right. Like if you're confident, like. Uh, I mean, I still don't believe it's like your job to do it, but I feel mm-hmm. like something that you're helping me to learn in this moment is like, okay, if you're trying, if someone, if you're meeting somebody, like if you're meeting somebody and they're angry about it or they're mm-hmm. just shutting you down, you're not going to mm-hmm. change their mind anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, let me use this analogy. Have you ever yeah. been in like a class, let's say a math class, and you didn't understand something? And when you, you don't Never. understand something. I passed every math class <laughs> with flying when you don't, <laughs> When you don't understand something, you shut down. Unless it's right. taught to you in a way that you can understand. So that's why right. teachers usually have multiple ways of teaching. Um, like, you know, something. Whether you're a visual learner, audible, you know, things like that. So it's like, if I can, like, take a couple minutes just to kind of, like, guide them through that. I would rather do that so that they don't shut down. Because as soon as they shut down, they're like, then they're angry and they're like, well, fuck this whole cause. I don't want to learn about it because this person just got mad at me. Right. So it's like, so I don't know. I think that's just my way of approaching it because, and I'll use this as another example. If I wouldn't have given my parents the time that they needed to kind of come to the realization that they have a gay son and for me to have those conversations with them, we wouldn't even have a relationship today at all. So right. I don't I don't mind being a little bit patient with them. I mean, I think that there's some there's some um, truth to being like, well, we've waited like thousands, if not hundreds of years for, you know, civil rights and for you to understand this. But I also don't think that like it just happens like understanding and, and ridding of ignorance. I don't think it just happens overnight. No, I think totally you can right. try. But I think it's like I would I just want to I just want to like calmly just be like, OK, how can we how can I help you? understand this and then we can all grow as a society together right that's just right, my perspective right. so but i and i love that i think that's really really beautiful and brilliant and in addition to that it's like i feel like you like that's also the point of having allies right like mm-hmm. we need people who aren't in, within the community to say to be the to be the ones that can have those hard conversations with people who probably won't listen to somebody like you or i right mm-hmm. yeah to some somebody who already has a total prejudice or bias against this. And again, maybe that person will never change. But mm-hmm. I think it's like, you know, I think like that's how it is with um, similar to like Black Lives Matter, right? And 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 systemic racism. It's like we we have a total race issue in this country and in the world at large. And it's like we have to be the ones as allies, as people that are not within that community to have those hard conversations with people um, yeah. and help help them to understand like that is definitely our role yeah um, and it's um, very yeah. uncomfortable exactly. It, exactly it needs to be done you just have to do it you just have yeah. to like bite the be an ally be an ally eat that frog eat that frog <laughs> you love that have you been saying oh, that God. all over now no i just <laughs> just reminds me of just like a, it's like kind of a different way of saying bite the bullet, I guess. Which I don't even understand what that what that means. What does it mean to bite the bullet? Like, what is, where does it come well, from? Let's look, look it up. Bite the bullet. <laughs> Meaning. The, um, Here we go. Get on the Google. Decide to do something difficult or pleasant, unpleasant that one has been putting off or something. 
or hesitating over what is idiom of a bullet. Oh, no, I want to know the history origins. Here we go. The phrase was first recorded by Rudyard Kipling in his 1891 novel, The Light That Failed. Oh, my favorite book. (laughs) I've never read it. I have no idea. Gonna have to check it out from the library. Um, Anyway, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So, Uh, um, there's all that, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) The more you know. Yeah. Um, Um, What do you have? A final... I have the final one, but do you, do we have time? Oh yeah, we, we absolutely have time. Have time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if this, this one's not as fun, but I know that this one is it's about fun. work, work insecurities, okay. mm-hmm. and just like, do you have any? Oh, like in your my career, current career position. Oh, yes. I definitely have insecurities with like acting, um, mm-hmm. for sure. I think like, you know, this town is, and this town being L.A. Hollywood is so riddled with insecurity because of you literally go into you can go to into a hundred different auditions mm-hmm. and never book a job and yeah. it's like imagine going it's like how many how many people how many jobs do you think a typical american goes to interview on in their whole life yeah or like if you have to go seek a new well, maybe right now is not the best time but like on average like some you would probably if you were looking for a new job, how many jobs do you think you would you would be um, applying for and not even applying for? How many think how many interviews do you think you'd get? Yeah, like maybe like only two or three. Right. Or something like right. That. It's very and limited. Probably, and out of those two or three, most likely you're gonna get one of those jobs, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna be offered yeah. the position. So it's yeah. like in with acting, what people are constantly like. Which it and it's so it's like such a like laughed at career until you you make it quote unquote. But like mm-hmm. the thing with acting is like you're literally going essentially to job interviews over and over and over and mm-hmm. over and over, and you could go to them for two years straight and never book anything and, it just and never eats away your soul. Exactly. I mean, it, I think it's like it's like you know you put and it's creative, so you're putting something creative into this thing, and they talk about you know there's all these classes that, you know, acting classes that talk about, like, your mindset and, like, the audition technique and, like, what you have to do to kind of sort of trick yourself into just being able to be, like, I'm just going into this room to go play and have fun, Mm -hmm. and I'm not expecting anything. I'm going in to read the room or to win the room is what they they call it. Like, you're going in to make a fan out of the casting director or the director or the producer that might be in the room, so that way they can later on a project, they may not book you on that one, but they might book you on the next one and you've had that you have this fan, right? Like you yeah. have someone in your corner. So like, I definitely think like just being an actor in general, I love it. I would, I don't ever want to do anything different, but I definitely feel like that is an insecurity when I go to like meet new people or I'm meeting like people that Zach wants me to meet or whatever. It's like, you know, like there's a whole world of people who are established in their careers who are, our age, maybe a little older, maybe a little younger, and they're making really good money and mm-hmm. they have, you know, all these credentials. And then I go in and I'm like, hi, I'm an actor. Like, and I shouldn't be, I, I'm like always, I, I'm always proud of it when I like mm-hmm. go in and like, like talk about it. But it's, I, th- I definitely think like, like if you, if you haven't quote unquote made it, then mm-hmm. being an actor is sort of like for not, yeah, that's you know really what I mean? Shitty that like society does that. It's like it's like someone will totally ignore you and not pay you any mind, 
And then as soon as Until, you become, like, famous, yeah. then they're like, oh, my God. So or you famous. have like, some really sort up. of, yeah, until you have some sort of, and that's, like, that's the thing. It's so funny. Like, a lot of, um, you know, there's obviously, like, performers and actors and artists. Like, it's it's all networking and it's all part of, like, the game you have to play, right? Like, mm-hmm. but but you can definitely tell, like, there are some actors who are, like, you'll meet you'll meet them in public and you'll have, you'll be friends with them and you'll whatever, like, you'll hang out. And they will never once talk about their career. Mm-hmm. And then when you find out and then you start talking about it, they it's not like they go away or they shell they hide themselves, but that definitely of like, oh well, I'm on a TV show, yeah. It's like because it totally changes your the way people interact with you. It totally. it changes the way that they show up in your life. So it's sort of weird. It's a weird career, but I think it's like, you know, you do it if you love it, type of thing. Yeah. I mean, um, totally. what are your what are your work insecurities? Um, I just, I feel like I overly compare myself to others, which is not good at all. And I have to remember all the time that there are like skills that other people have that, uh, I don't have and vice versa. So it's like, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. And, um, I don't know. I think I just always like, I'm like that where I'm like, Oh my God, I don't have enough credentials and I don't have this. And I, I haven't learned this software and I haven't done that. And like, sometimes when I take a step back, and I look at my resume, I'm like, okay, I've done a lot of shit. So I need to just like be, need to be proud of it. for what I've yeah. done. Yeah. And just like I've taken risk and I've done things. And like maybe I haven't worked at some of the best careers at certain places, but you know, I've like grown as a person from every job. I truly believe that like every career that you have, you can take something away from that totally like I right. think it's yeah I so I don't know I would say that that's only like my r- real work and also I really lack confidence I, I feel like I'm good at what I do but when someone says like one negative thing about like a design or like puts me down in any way then I just like kind of shut down which I don't know why I haven't overcome that and I'm almost 30 but I'm just kind of like I need to really get a hold of that because I think it's gonna be detrimental to my career as I move forward so I don't know. Yeah. So those are my insecurities. Sorry, everyone. If this was a little um, depressing, <laughs> dark and depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us your insecurities and put it on, <laughs> um, put it on a public platform. Don't like Facebook, Instagram. Like Facebook yeah, Twitter. No. We want to know out loud, out loud and proud. What are you insecure <laughs> about? Um, Matthew, do you want to do, I think we're to that point of our episode. Do you, do you want to share what's, get get what did we have a theme for that did we have like a song for this like no No, that was another thing oh yeah that was probably in my head so what's getting you by this week tell us well what's getting me by my little oh and um, just a reminder we are doing our we're still continuing our getting by is um for social change and social justice um and not even social justice or but just more like promoting things that maybe you don't know about if you that we find how am I trying to say this just like historic sites that focus on like minorities and peace or people of color which is also minority but and also just like things that can help educate you and become yeah an ignorant person that (laughs) and then and also things that are entertaining that you might like that you may never have explored because uh it happens to be somebody who's black or latino or asian or Mm -hmm. whatever because you think that you're different um 
Yeah. Anyway, or or it could be something gay, something in the LGBTQ plus community that you're not. God forbid. <laughs> Seriously. Um, anyway, go ahead. Give us your getting by. So my getting by um, historic site is Whitney Plantation, which is. Have you ever heard of it before? I have not. Okay, so Whitney Plantation is in Louisiana. And it is <clears throat> a museum, like a plant. It's a big, like several. I think it's like. It's like it's like over a thousand acres and it's um, a plantation museum and it has like all these historic slave quarters and kind of just different buildings that are dedicated to like what it was like to be a slave during the period of the United States when um, slavery was like legal and a thing. And basically it's a really beautiful like site. It's like really well maintained and the staff is super knowledgeable, Um, but it kind of like gives you like a perspective of like what it was like to be, you know, to live in that period and they have like oh, all wow. these really really beautiful like bronze statues like kind of showcasing like kind of the abuse and stuff like that so it's, it's kind of like a really um heartfelt it's not like as dark as auschwitz or something like that but it does like make you like really think of like wow this was like a really dark period like in the gives history. you some insane context yeah but i think yeah. like because the site itself is so beautiful i mean it's it's that like you know really those trees of the spanish moss kind of southern plantation looking kind of place that it's it's both like a a relief from the heaviness because the acreage itself is so beautiful and the site is really pretty um so i definitely recommend it it's in louisiana so if you have time to bop on down there yeah definitely (laughs) go ahead if you find yourself in in louisiana what's the is it in new orleans or is it it's in a town called edgard Louisiana. Okay. I don't okay. think it's that far. I mean, it might be. I'm not like I've actually never been to the South except for um, Houston Airport, which oh, I don't should know go. If count that as the South. So you should go. You should I go. know because everyone who's told me who's been to New Orleans said it's amazing, and I've never been. So hmm. okay. okay. Anyway, there's other places in the South. Well, too, but... <laughs> thank you. Thank you. For yeah. That. What about thank you? you? What's your so back? I have two this week. Can I share mm-hmm. two? Yeah, okay. Of course. So my first one falls directly in line with our theme this week um, mm. of insecurities, and it is the HBO show Insecure. Um, and it's I've something. Heard, okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm in the middle of it right now. It's so good. I it heard it's amazing. So, so I don't have good. HBO. So. Oh my god, it's so funny. They um, so it centers around. Um, so Issa Rae, she mm-hmm. wrote it, and it centers around her and her best friend named Molly. And um, it's a scripted series, but it's just like basically like. Uh, just like follows them through uh, their unique relationship issues and their career issues. Like Issa works for like a nonprofit where she helps like underprivileged youth in different various communities of LA. And then Molly, her best friend works as a lawyer. And then it, and, and, but they're both like in this really like uh, funny, like weird place, just like, with their relationships like mm-hmm. he says in a relationship but she's not sure how she if she wants to be in the relationship and it's and then molly is like perpetually single and and i'm still only in like i'm like towards the end of season two and there's four seasons but it is so good if you have hbo or if you have access to it i would definitely watch it and support them because it's it's just it's hilarious i'm like last night zach and i were falling asleep to one of the episodes and it was like so it was just so funny she was like one of the guys was like like went up to Issa, they're like about to have sex, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, can I titty fuck you? And she was like, oh ah. she goes, she's like, 
I'm going to have to respectfully decline. And it's just like, <laughs> like little, little quips uh, here and there. She like, right. And she writes it too. So it's just, I mean, it's brilliant. I just, I love it. I'm like, girl, you are my, my hero, my idol. I want to, I want to work with you. Um, and then my second one that I wanted to share Mm-hmm. Is, a, is actually a recommendation for another podcast and it's called another round. Um, mm-hmm. and this is one of my all time favorite podcasts. It's one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. Um, and it's, uh, with these two girls, heaven and Tracy, and they actually used to work at Buzzfeed and that's how mm-hmm. they started it. Um, but they cover everything. It's like similar to our podcast. It's like, they talk about race, gender, pop culture. They talk about squirrels, mangoes, bad jokes, Ow. Um, but the whole point is that it's like, here's another round for, um, they, they toast to another round. So they drink while they do the podcast. Um, I love that. And it's so good. Oh my God. It's so good. But they haven't, you know, they, I think they stopped it back in 2017, but there's, I mean, there's like, hun- there's like over a hundred episodes. So if you are finding that you need some more content to absorb, um, this is, that's a really fun podcast. Um, so insecure and another round. Oh my god, I'll have to listen to that one. Did you ever listen to Sixteen Nineteen? No, I didn't. It's amazing. It's from the New York it? Times. It's really good. Oh, yeah, gotta check it's it like, out. It's all about the history of like black um, people and slavery. Yeah. You know, oh my god, it's only eight episodes though. So I mean, it's like digestible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I'll write it down. I'm gonna check it out. Okay. Alrighty, everybody. Well, thank thanks for you, locking Matthew. in. Thank yeah, you, thanks Scott. for tuning into tuning uh, in getting by. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew, where can the people find you? Oh, yeah. At um, Instagram at Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, and then M-M-C-C. Feel free DM me. Yeah. And you you can find me on Instagram Mm -hmm. and TikTok as at scotty.colin. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y dot C-U-L-L-E-N. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Please rate, subscribe, leave a comment. Yeah, slide in our seriously meditate, educate yourself. Educate yourself, but don't don't overdo it. Make sure you're just just like yeah. Don't be Be a dick. Don't be a dick. If there's anything you can take away from this episode, it's just be don't be a dick. Yes. Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Alrighty. All right. Well, bye. Well, bye. Bye.